Rafael Nadal sets a record with his 21st Grand Slam victory. Let's get ready for Humble. Find your aha moment right after this. Do the best you can with everything you got. Struggle day to day, cherish every fight you fought. Destroy your obstacles, remove the blocks. Got to stand strong, can you do it? Breakthrough, can you move on? Welcome back to Find Your Aha Moment. I'm your host, Brian Lutz of Backhand City. Well, one of my pet peeves, now let me rephrase that, one of the most annoying things in sports are superlatives. And my least favorite one is the term unbelievable. So you're going to hear this described a lot when you talk about Rafa Nadal's 21st Grand Slam title. People are going to say, it's unbelievable. Well, you know what? To me, it's believable because we've been watching this guy play tennis at such a high level for so long. It's all very believable, but what it really is, is remarkable. Take a listen to Match Point at the Men's Australian Open Final. Now, this match was intense from the very start. Here's a point in the third game, and just listen closely to the intensity of the sliding and the movement these guys were getting into. It was a hot burner of a match from the very first point. Later in the pivotal second set, one rally went 40 points and lasted nearly one minute of action, ending on a deftly touched inside-out slice drop shot from Rafa. Listen to the audio, feel the intensity about three-quarters of the way through. Rafa takes it up a notch, and the crowd goes from dead silence to electric. Take a listen. Tennis is a funny game. Looking over the stats, it could be pretty obvious. Medvedev came out hot, but listen, you only have 50% of control of the equation here because you got to give credit to Nadal for picking his game up. Here's just a quick overview of the stats. Aces, 23-3. to 
Medvedev. Not surprising. But what was interesting was that Rafa's serve averaged about a good 10, 9 to 10 miles an hour more on his second serve. Medvedev's first serve and Rafa's first serve, about the same, 116 to 119. But Rafa's second serve was 99 miles per hour compared to Medvedev's 90. Now, the big difference here was Rafa just steps it up with his intensity and his experience. But tennis is a funny sport. You know, this went five sets, but it ended up being that Nadal lost more overall points than Medvedev. They played about almost a little under 400 points with Medvedev winning 189 to Nadal's 182. Take a listen to what Medvedev had to say about the tactics and strategy after the match was over. Oh, tennis, I'm not that disappointed. Like, it was a huge match, for sure. Some small, small points, small details that I could have done better if I wanted to win. But that's tennis, that's life. It was a huge match. Rafa played unreal, um, <clears throat> raised his level. I mean, two sets to love up. I was like, come on, you know, just, uh, just go for him, go for more. Even fifth set, I was just make him run. He was unreal. He was, he was really strong. Like the way he played it, well, I, was, I was even surprised. But like, of course, we know how Rafa can play. But he didn't play for six months. He told me after the match that he didn't practice so much and it was unreal. So talking about tennis, I have uh, not much regrets. Um, I'm going to try to continue my best. Um, yeah, and I'm going to work even harder to try to be uh, yeah, a champion of uh, some of these great tournaments one day. But again, I'm not really disappointed with the loss uh, with my tennis or with, uh, with anything like this. You know, the thing about Rafa Nadal is he's very reliable. And so that you know what you're going to get in the press conference. He is so humble. And he maintains these values even in the light of the achievement of the overall perception that he's the greatest tennis player ever by winning 21 Grand Slams. But not the Rafa. He maintains his humbleness. And he's able to stay in the moment to fully appreciate the accomplishment of just winning this tournament in this point of his career. Take a listen. No, I, I, I don't want to change my, <laughs> my point of view, uh, honestly. No, of course, for me, it's amazing to achieve uh, another Grand Slam at this moment on, of my career. It just means a lot to me. And of course, I know it's a, it's a special number 21. And uh, I am not... Uh, I'm not... I mean... I know how how it means, you know, and uh, and uh, uh, is a big significance uh, this title, no. But from my point of view, I I really believe that what I said all day, I I, I hope, no. I really believe today it's an unforgettable day, and uh, I never will say I deserve because uh, I think a lot of people fight and a lot of people deserve, but I really believe that I hold uh, a very positive spirit and. Uh, for the last six months, uh, I really fight it a lot to try to be back on court. No, and uh... you know, quite frankly, a lot of people are always trying to imitate a professional tennis player's game, particularly their technique. But if you want to mimic a great player, mimic Rafa's ethic. He's just very businesslike and in the moment and enjoys the process fully 
and tries to get the most out of his ability. And for you, the recreational tennis player, that is an excellent model for your own tennis development. Well, thanks for listening to this episode of Find Your Aha Moment. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast so you can get notified each day with a new episode. This is Brian Lutz of Backhand City. I'll talk to you tomorrow. That's when-